This episode brought to you by Emporium Arcade Bar. Emporium hosts awesome games, beer, food, and live music events daily in Wicker Park and Logan Square. Visit EmporiumChicago.com for more info. This week on Bullstone. Wisconsin Governor Scott Walker is having all-time career-high approval rating following his decision to stop running for all offices. Colorado hikers taking selfie with bear end up in emergency room. Teenager receives otherworldly transmissions via comments in his Periscope feed. Alien comments, do you humans ever do anything not boring? Three blind mice, see how they... none? We'll tell you about the Vatican's plans to introduce rodents as pets in convents later. All these stories and more tonight on another hard-hitting episode of Bullstone! Checking episode. <laughs> Another the lip lip smacking, <laughs> bumble fucking <laughs> shit. <laughs> Hello, everyone. Welcome to Bullstone. I'm Dave Stacco. I'm David Flora. And joining us today, that's right, from the frozen, mostly <laughs> west and also somewhat north of Wisconsin, <laughs> Madison. That's right. Specifically, <laughs> I don't know. I I just went into well, who's that? Who's that guy who's like for the rest of the story? Paul Harvey. Oh, Paul, Paul Harvey. Harvey from WGN. Two, Come on, two people. Guy. Musicians from Madison. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Tonight we've got from See You on the Other Side podcast, Mike and Wendy. Hey guys, how are you? Hello. Fantastic. Awesome. Podcast Podcast second. Sunspot, Sunspot first. first, though. The band. Yes. <laughs> yes. One the only. We, we play the musics. Yeah, musicians and podcasters, you have just doubled us. You have just yep. defeated us, and we'll be playing catch-up for the rest of the evening. Right. All we have to do is be YouTubers, and we can be the trifecta of not making <laughs> for money. That's right. That's right. <laughs> oh, man. So so we met Mike and Wendy at the uh, uh, Milwaukee Paracon. Yes, yep. Uh, came on and actually did a little guest bit. They were gracious enough to... Uh, Talk to us during the Paracon. Well, yeah. in, in you guys, uh, you guys been doing this. How how long have you been doing this? Uh, the podcast itself, right around ten months, right? So, I mean, uh, Halloween was our first episode last year. That's a hell of a kickoff. That's a, that's, a, good, that's a legit kickoff. <laughs> good way to yeah. start. And the band has the band been around longer? Oh yes. yeah, the, yep. the band's been around like longer than the Rolling Stones. It feels like. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, the band's nice. been together for forever, basically, um, since the beginning of time. Great. And so the podcast was something new that we started just to to spice things up a little bit, if you will. Yeah. One thing I love is the the podcast, for those of you who uh, have not yet, but soon will listen, mm-hmm. um, a, a very uh, similar subject matter to what we cover, uh, things of the paranormal, um, some pop culture, some fun stuff in there. And, and the thing that I really enjoy 
is a, a great amount of research on, on a lot of really fascinating subjects, um, coupled with a lot of gig stories. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, it's, it's like, do you remember we were, we were playing uh, Uncle, Uncle Frampton's uh, uh, Tune Shack and that guy? <laughs> oh, yeah, that guy. <laughs> it was Blenderhands. Uncle, Uncle, <laughs> <laughs> Uncle Frampton's and Blenderhands. <laughs> Classic. That's what keeps them entertained. They want to hear yeah. about all the holes we've played from, you know, <laughs> from St. Louis to uh, Memphis. They want to be like, oh, yeah, remember that dump? Yeah. So, but, I'm glad that you said you that because like a, a lot of times I wonder when we're reliving these stories, I'm like, does anyone else find these entertaining? <laughs> or is it just funny because it was us and we oh, yeah. lived through it? <laughs> well, not only but, that, but you actually have just a standing repertoire of haunted gigs you've played. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, oh true. yeah, yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we've been lucky in that in that effect. Uh, you know, not just not just. Uh, well, the rooms weren't completely empty. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes all we could count on was a ghost to be at the show, pretty much. So. <laughs> oh man, try That's being an improviser. But yeah, no, the, right. a lot of the venues we played at are. I mean, a lot of the the dive bars and things like that are are in old, nasty old buildings that have story yeah. histories. Um, and, and if, somebody w- if somebody wasn't murdered there before, you know it's going to happen soon. Yeah, it's just a matter of time. <laughs> yeah, like it's like, it, we're weeks away from a ghost story in most of the dumps. <laughs> oh. <laughs> we're in a pre-ghost. We're taking initial readings. Yeah. We're going to come back in six months and then see what we get. <laughs> That's the way to do it, right? Like I brought my EMF meter tonight we got to, see how it, to see how it goes after the murder. Oh, what murder? Gosh. <laughs> You'll just, see. You'll wait for just it. Wait. Just watch the news, sister. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, book us again in six months. Yeah. We'll be <laughs> which, back. Is, which is hilarious until the police start linking you. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. This we could call our band the Smiley Face Murder Club. Oh man. <laughs> One of the things I have the most respect for for you guys is you do a complete rock song every every yeah. episode that you release. Right? Yeah, pretty much. True. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, that's that. Uh, sorry, Jonathan Colton. They've got thing a week beat. <laughs> got it defeated. Right, because he didn't have to put the. He didn't have to interview somebody. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. I'll, he just he had to make the song. You have to do a podcast and then right. the song. Right. You got to bake the cake and then frost it. <laughs> He's just scooping frosting out of the tin. Yeah, he, he has it easy. Right. I haven't. I haven't seen Jonathan Colton's show notes lately. Right. <laughs> but I know he didn't write thirteen hundred words on Code Monkey. <laughs> yeah, that's right <laughs> but it is it is fun because it's uh you know as we mentioned the band's been together for a long time and so this is kind of an interesting way of getting topics and inspiration to write about so it's i mean mm-hmm. the things that Absolutely. we talk about are are very different from the usual you know oh i'm in love oh i hate you <laughs> right i hate and those so, podcasts right you know, or, you know how most podcasters just talk about being podcasters that is yeah. like, hey, guess what? I'm a podcaster, and then I do this podcasting, and, and if then you we could have give me some- a five star review. That'd be great, and then I can do more podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> now uh. I gotta stop for a second to talk about Mail.com. <laughs> Where are you gonna get your stamp solutions? <laughs> right, I make fun of that, but I would murder to have that money. Give yeah, come on, Mail.com. Mail.com. <laughs> Who is it? What is Hell, it? There's I, stamps. I would, stamps. I, yeah. I would give a pinky to be sponsored by Grinder. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, well, yeah. it's not the pinky they're gonna want. <laughs> okay. Fair enough. Oh, Where's man. the drum set? I should have had that set up here so I could do the rim shot every time. <laughs> hey, it's better than playing covers. 
<laughs> yeah. So, uh, so we've gathered you here tonight mm-hmm. uh, to uh, to bullstone with you. Um, uh, Stein means stone, and Dave said bullstein one time, and and I made That's fun it. of him for it. Yep. And so bullstein. We've turned yeah, it into bullstein. Uh, just a session where we can sit around talk about uh, uh, bullshit. So uh, we're gonna let our guests start. Uh, and by the way, once you're done listening to this podcast, check them out on iTunes. They're on iTunes. You can go to othersidepodcast.com uh, to find more of Mike and Wendy. Yep. Lots of lots of great interviews. I was just telling Dave a while ago, um, you uh, had Linda Godfrey on uh, recently, mm-hmm. who we all saw at the, uh, the yeah. Paracon. Uh, you've had a number of interviews, actually. Um, yeah, a lot of the speakers that everybody, everybody who was a speaker at Paracon has pretty much been on the show. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, to start out with, uh, who wants to who wants to start? Who's got a, a weird news of September <laughs> that you'd like to share with us? I can start. Great, awesome. Um, pregnant woman plans to use dolphin as midwife. <laughs> Cetacean transformation. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, a pregnant woman is planning to use a dolphin to assist in the birth of her child. The unusual plans of Darina Rosen and her partner, Micah Sun Eagle, who run a healing yes. sanctuary together in Hawaii, are being featured Brilliant. on the British TV documentary, Katie Piper's Extraordinary Births. <laughs> I thought it was going to be people who are about to go to jail. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> no, they run a healing sanctuary. You know they get away with everything. That's true. A lot of unasked for back rubs there. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, they were just, they're just basically saying that um, they're friendly, dis- they have friendly disposition and they're all around in aquariums. They're used to humans and um, they're pretty they're not cute. used to this. They're definitely have, they, they might be accustomed to humans. They are not accustomed to this part. Like, no, especially <laughs> not pregnant women. Because so, when she freaks out in that dolphin, he's, I mean, he's going to run. Well, well, yeah. And what if she holds on? Like, what? I, I, I don't know. I, I understand yeah. what the dolphin's part in this is. I've is got just, so many questions yeah. from the fact that there's a dolphin helping with birth and that there's a TV show about right. weird births. <laughs> yeah. All the way, all the way up to, I can imagine, I can imagine them saying, well, why did you want a dolphin to, to help you with this? Um... You know, because mm, they like us and they're really cute. That's, <laughs> I don't, that's, that's I, well, pretty I much it. Both those boxes. I'm curious about like <laughs> the legal disclaimer that the production company for that show, if you have a show and it's like, no, 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 it's just nothing but the strangest birth practices. Right. It's got to be like four inches of paper and every paper needs a signature. Right. Right. I, I mean. Extra, so what is- extraordinary births. Like, <laughs> oh. like I want to see somebody like pop, like flying out. Like this kid comes out on a slip and slide, you know, right. this kid I, uh, comes out on a ski jump, like all, yeah, bun- all the kinds bungee, of things bungee they can jumping. do. The, the, the mom bounces back up. The kid's just hovering in air for a second there. And- <laughs> Ma- magnetic birth. <laughs> yeah. They just pull him out. Like, yeah. Does, did, is, 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 is it, it's not the, it's not the dolphin's job to get, the child out there's not like i think the dolphin just gnaws through the umbilical cord i mean yeah I, I, uh, is it like it's not hmm, i'm just getting myself deeper and deeper <laughs> as I think about, are you it's I, pretty deep already it's it's, <laughs> it's it's not like like trying to like pull a tooth you don't like tie yeah. off the kid to the dolphin then just let the dolphin <laughs> Smack run it on the butt. i think they're going to be swimming around and then 
I don't know what happens, but this is from See, the beginning of this is from the beginning of September, and they haven't done it. But you've heard about the water births, right? Like people yeah, doing the oh, bathtub oh, yeah. and stuff. I mean, I'm I'm imagining the the dolphin like doing the Lamaze thing, like <laughs> like with water spurting out. You know, like, <laughs> that's a good idea. I don't know. Yeah, like like cause that's what isn't that? I mean, midwife. That's part of what they do is they coach you to to get through the pain and stuff like that. And so little, yeah. little dolphin swimming around, going like. <laughs> Does does the dolphin is there enough space for the dolphin to flee if it feels like it? <laughs> yeah I mean I think it's gonna be in Hawaii so I think it's pro- I don't know if it's gonna be in the ocean but it's gonna be in a probably a big enough pool once everything what goes down the dolphin can go ah I'm out of here and they're right, yeah. at their healing sanctuary you don't yeah. want to do it in the ocean because there's sharks that does seem <laughs> right. dangerous you're right okay underwater yeah. births guys help me with the underwater births what happens is the reason we can do underwater births because babies breathe through the umbilical cord yeah i think so i think it's, it's like the, yeah. the point is they, they don't they don't breathe until they they come until the right. the, the reflex is engaged and, and that's that's why know, they smack them right yeah that's why the spanking happens and oh and i so, just yeah, thought they can, were bad <laughs> they come at, it's original sin. Yeah, yeah. right. That's that exactly where I was going to go. <laughs> I th- How the hell did you get in there? You come out of there. <laughs> I, Dad's I, already man. Life. <laughs> Years ago uh, at Second City, I wrote a sketch and finally got it on stage that was called Stan Jersnowski, OBGYN. <laughs> and he just, he's like, oh, yeah, yeah, there's your problem there, ma'am. Oh, geez. It's all tied into the superstructure. I got to tell you, I could get him out of there, but it's going to piss off your church. My my advice is to leave them alone about nine months, then put some candy out, lure them out, trap them humanely. We'll deal with them from there. Fair enough. Now, if you could have done with a dolphin, like. Yeah, yeah. It's going to cost extra. Yeah. And you would be oh, huge in Hawaii right now. I, I see this all the time. I don't know how they do this. Right? So so has no has anybody uh, I, I don't have has anybody said no. Don't do this. <laughs> not ethical. Yeah, no. Experts have said um, because of their friendly disposition and common occurrence in aquariums, we tend to think of dolphins as trustworthy, loving creatures. Says Christine Wilcox. Uh, she wrote it in Discovery Magazine. But let's get real for a minute here. Dolphins, <laughs> real dolphins talk, don't real talk. Re- yeah. Real talk, guys. Dolphins don't eat sunshine and fart roses. They're wild animals, and they are known to do some pretty terrible things. They are not cuddly companions. They are real yeah. large ocean predators with a track record for violence, mm-hmm. even when it comes to children. Well, let's also not forget about the dolphin. I mean, that's not an entirely pleasant experience for the dolphin either. Right. Sure. That's got to be traumatic to the dolphin because right. someone's like, yeah, freaking out. and Someone's in, in, delivering you know, yeah. a baby like in its little swimming pool or whatever. I mean... That's kind of intrusive. Where are they getting? It's not like it's. S- oh my god! So so sweet. There, I've always wanted the placenta. Yeah, I can't, the dolphin's like you know. You know, I'm in this water, right? <laughs> <laughs> like my mouth doesn't like really close. Right, <laughs> I'm getting this stuff. <laughs> I, don't, I, I don't, can I, promise I, you, this is not a smile. <laughs> I don't. I don't have lips. I can't seal this. So that's just getting in. It's, it's just getting it's in. Like humans, that's you know, I, it's fine when you want to come and swim with me. But like, okay, this is a little bit much. Yeah. <laughs> this is this is way worse than being in a pool, guys. I didn't sign Whoa. up for this. Right. Oh yeah. No. So, I mean, I didn't even think about that. The dolphin has to eat like the oh. broken water. Yeah, Ew. it's just like yeah, it's it's like it's like having two people show up and just give birth in your bed and then leave. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Although, See you later. Let's not. And then also, it. but then you have to lick what's in the bed when you're left, and yeah. that's what it's like. But the dolphin basically <laughs> lives in an enormous, gigantic toilet. 
So I mean, yeah, that's, so, that's, no, a, that's a strong point, Wendy. I'm just, where, where are they? Yeah, no, no, she, she's right because the dolphin has to like, where are they sourcing the dolphin? Who's, who, <laughs> who is, who's someone who knows enough about a dolphin to keep it alive in an enclosure, but is recklessly irresponsible enough to be like, oh yeah, no, that seems like a that's great cool. idea. I think they well, got it from dolphinmidwives.com. Yeah. <laughs> dolphinmidwives.com. That's where I go when I need one personally. Yeah, no, I've been there. I've been there. I just, I don't even, I didn't have to pay for anything. I just like to watch the promotional videos and that's all I go there for. Oh, do the demo. Dolphin.strictchicks.com. We bring out the kid in you. (laughs) Hey. Oh my gosh. Anyway, good luck. Good luck to Miss Rose and and her partner, Mike. She's going to need it. Namaste, Golden (laughs) Eagle swimmers. Yeah. God. Wow. wow. Anyway, she's going to need yeah. that healing sanctuary. That is absolutely going to be another Ballstone news story next month. Yeah, we'll <laughs> yeah there will be a, when is she a real, yeah, dolphin, real eats, bo- dolphin eats baby. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Does it say when she's due? Uh, she was 38 weeks pregnant at the beginning of the month. She's ready. Yeah, so she's popped any time, but I haven't seen anything yet. I mean, best case scenario, she gets Aquaman, and no one respects Aquaman. <laughs> so... <laughs> Poor know, that's, a, that's a rough, <laughs> the roughest of the DC superheroes to get. <laughs> <laughs> but the uh, dolphins hate him. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that's what that's what the internet ad is. Dolphins hate him. Dolphins hate him. Oh <laughs> uh, well, that's that's great. That is glorious. Thank Wendy, you. What you got? Okay, the story I the have. The bar is high. The bar is high now. I know. It's How am I there. supposed to follow that up? This seems so boring. <laughs> no, I, I believe in you. Okay. I can predict the weather with my nose. Nice. That's the story. Um, A strange condition means that one patient smells burnt wood and skunks every time there's a storm brewing. He's basically a human barometer. Is that like synesthesia? um, Like like hmm. one sense is kicking off the other one? It's like phantasmia is what they call it. Mm. Um, Okay. I've heard of that. That sounds like a strip club. (laughs) Yeah. Sounds like a strip club I go to. (laughs) Yeah. It does sound kind of fun, doesn't it? Yeah. Um, so, I taste I taste rain, baby. <laughs> and now to the stage, everybody taste rain. <laughs> yeah. I I no, I throw a stinking Lincoln yes. at her. Oh. Oh, was gosh. that out loud? Oh, that's just, Damn it. Okay, now, so, this is where you have to ask Flora, and he's going to go, no, it's staying in. Um, <laughs> that's what happens. So the guy, they refer to him as Max Livesy. It's apparently not his real name because, I mean, who would want anyone to know that you can predict the weather with your nose? Uh, yeah. But he basically, um, he was like on vacation and started smelling burning leaves. And, you know, nothing. He was in his hotel room, so nothing could like what's causing that smell, right? And then, and then it intensified and started smelling um, from burnt wood to an oniony gas. Mike, we've smelled that in the hotel rooms a few times when we were on tour. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. No. <laughs> the I, old burnt I, wood I, oniony gas. Yeah, that I, is a that's a Seven Eleven hot dog I believe, and uh, nachos. I know that one. I believe oniony gas was the uh, the car deodorant we put in the van. <laughs> right. It's like the sunspot. Oh, no, if you. If you start in the basement, then nothing smells bad. You sh- they should make oniony gas car deodorizers for long road trips. <laughs> just get, just it's called abandon all hope brand car deodorizers. And this, yeah, it makes pan for a, it makes pan for a dive motel real easy. And this particularly, yeah. this really resonates 
again with the Sunspot van. Eventually, he was convinced there was a family of skunks around. My eyes started to water, and I had this strange sensation in my throat that I couldn't get away from, he says. So, you know, he, he blames the smell on the musty hotel room, but then they returned. The smells kept returning from time to time, and he started to notice that they would precede a big storm. Um, okay. So he's... It says he's he's a seventy two year old software engineer. Respect. I mean, how long have software engineers been around? Like he must have started that career say, at an he, old does age. Does he program in Fortran? Like what's he? He's a no, seventy two year old software engineer. I write all my things no. in Basic. Yeah, he he punches his own cards. He's got a little <laughs> clunk, a clunk. So let me call up Idaho and see if they've got this yet. I, I that's glorious. So he's got he's got a superpower. He's a lifelong nerd. Right. From like the dark ages of nerds, like he earned his nerddom when it was like actually a, a risk yes. to physical health. Yeah, when there was no chick, when there was no hot chicks cosplaying and stuff like right, that. Right, and yeah, chicks, no. didn't, chicks didn't dig geeks back then. Like, right. no, and 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 so now he's like, well, I'm uh, I'm an old ass man, and now I've got a superpower. Yeah, and, and s- this is what I've got. So this is <laughs> really burnt cool. toast and skunks. <laughs> right. <laughs> I mean, it kind of sucks for him because then you have to have that nasty smell. Like whenever there's weather about to go down, but um, you guys are from Chicago, so have you ever heard yeah. of the Smell and Taste Treatment and Research Foundation based out of Chicago? No, of course not. No. Do you perhaps know I mean, a gentleman by the name of Alan Hirsch? Because he's the expert in smell disorders. <laughs> wow. Doesn't that sound oh. fun? That's a I've heck got of a I've job. Got, I've got a small handful of odor disorders, but no smelling <laughs> disorders. It's all out. It's all outgoing. Nothing incoming. <laughs> Does it only happen for storms? You say? Um. Yeah. So basically, well, this this fellow, this software engineer, um, after observing this happening a few times, he went to see Alan Hirsch at this <laughs> this research foundation in Chicago. Okay. And this is the kind of cool thing is that um, it's a hell of a flight. He he means it. <laughs> Right. Yeah, he went. He went out there. <laughs> so he they started doing studies on the guy and uh, why the hallucinations. They say occasionally we all get what's known as you guys ready for this uh-huh. spontaneous olfactory discharge. <laughs> <laughs> wow, oh. sod. We're, Gosh, we're, you know what? <laughs> it's where this is where you're. This is our olfactory ahead, nerves sorry. become briefly active. See, this is, you are so fortunate to, to be rockers because now you know the name of your next album. That's right. <laughs> That's true. Oh gosh. <laughs> S-O-D. You just nailed it. Done. <laughs> Take it off the list. Um, Thank God. We used to have to work on this stuff. Yeah. <laughs> right. Wow. So anyway, that's, that's what, like, we all get that, but normally it's inhibited by other neurons sending out information about real smells so it doesn't really amount to anything, but some people have an impaired ability uh, to smell so it stops these olfactory discharges from being suppressed which means they are consequently perceived as phantom odors so you know the guy's smelling something but something isn't actually there so it's so olfactory hallucination yes that's like wow. a stroke isn't it that doesn't that what happened yeah. Yeah. yeah 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 i've never had a stroke but i heard i heard it's great <laughs> <laughs> but so the cool part is to, to research and to study this guy. So they thought it had something to do with the um, pressure, pressure changes, which, oh, you know, sure. imply weather. So okay. they, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. So they tried to induce the hallucinations by getting people to travel in the express elevator up to the top of the John Hancock Center. Oh, <laughs> I've been that's, there. That's, that's pretty smart thinking, it's though. It's really cool. If you so mess that, with, yeah. yeah. So th- It'll make your ears pop if you, yeah, when you're hauling up there. 
I'm trying to. And, and did they were they able to replicate it doing that? Yeah, they said that actually some of the patients did notice um, with the change in pressure that uh, the intensity of some of the phantom smells increased. So now I'll say this: as a research scientist, you get a whole bunch of people in an elevator, you're gonna get signals. <laughs> Oh, every yeah. time yeah there's you need it you need a control for that it's you the, need to like there's yeah. gonna be plenty of spontaneous olfactory <laughs> <discharge laughs> of the crowd is like basically permission you know yeah for some people it's it's really just it's really <laughs> I, I just love that the idea of a guy a very severe guy in a lab coat with a clipboard <laughs> and the things just going up dinging floor after floor and just that quiet <laughs> and he just throws it in the air damn it this is over you ruined it <laughs> <laughs> you, do they just use the John Hancock Center because their dads are too cheap to go to the top of the Sears Tower, or what? Well, I think you know what, or is uh, that just uh, me going? Maybe up? the elevator's faster. No, no, I don't man. Know. Okay. no the, because the Hancock you can actually get to the top of the 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 Sears Tower or the Willis Tower, or whatever bad mistake they want to call it, <laughs> is the world's worst ride. It is two hours of line for like an overcrowded thing, and it's. Weirdly enough, in my opinion, it's so tall that you don't get any perspective. It like blasts past being able to really know how tall you are. Oh. But the hand the Hancock, you can waltz right up, go to the top floor, grab yourself a whiskey on the rocks, <laughs> put your face right up against the glass, and see the little people looking like insects that's on the ground. Cool. It's a win on all fronts. Yeah. That's and four cool. different states, right? That's the rumor. Wow. I was I I've only been up there once or twice, I think, but it was always at night, so <laughs> the worst is when it's foggy. Well, you, yeah. Yeah. Then you're like, oh, this, <laughs> is, sucks. this is money well spent. <laughs> Isn't this magic? <laughs> but if you're, if you're looking towards Gary, Indiana, it's fine. If you can't, if it's foggy, it's like, yeah, yeah, no, yeah, this yeah. Is, you got this, it. This is better. <laughs> so this, the, wow, I mean, the story so. is interesting because there's, you know, we've all heard of people who have like, oh, my joints ache or, you know, different things affected right. by the pressure. Right. But this was the first case that at least that this Hirsch, fella had ever seen where someone could like get smells you know to indicate a storm coming i mean the only thing that yeah. sucks is that he always said that they were bad smells like feces or skunks yeah. right it's, it's never like oh peppermint or mm. roses right yeah yeah oh, it must be fog today oh. <laughs> yeah it smells like foggy peppermint but <laughs> cinnamon rolls again oh i hate this weather get out the shovel yeah <laughs> when they're at their most intense they can smell like excrement he says so that sounds wow very oh. i mean if it like, makes the guy his eyes water and hurts his throat too that's kind of weird you know yeah yeah it smells like poop. wild so <laughs> if, i mean sometimes my sinuses go crazy but yeah you never get anything now we we have a running thing uh on blurry photos about uh mundane superpowers yeah and I think being able to <laughs> smell weather might count. Oh that, yeah, that might that might you, make the you list. You can of, smell when weather's oh. coming, but it smells like shit. <laughs> See, I think it would be useful because you know there's times where like when we have outdoor shows and we're like, yeah, should we yeah. set up? Should we put the sounds? Like, uh, are well, we gonna get? You can save lives doing that. But the problem is that he gets the warning like ten hours before the storm comes. So it's like, well, I, I mean, I want to know like five minutes. I want to know. Or right. 15 minutes or something like <laughs> right are we nope. gonna get well, are we gonna get electrocuted out here but when it's, it also that problem that problem would be like if we're on stage you're like am i am i smelling the weather <laughs> or am i smelling yeah. our guitar player having too much pvr <laughs> last night right that's the thing you'll <sighs> never you never know good point you, you could um, all the false positives because of uh, of farts and skunks 
You're right. It would be utterly useless if you're in a band. It's completely useless. But there might be situations where it could be. For regular people who, well, who think, smell things nicely. He's he's a software engineer. He's as far from being in a band as a guy can get. He is, he is safe from that. Yeah. With Between that and his superpower of smelling the weather, he's not going to be the lead character on Heroes Reborn. <laughs> no. No. It's, it's, Sky, Siler will look at him and just go, and eh, you keep it. Yeah, right. I'm not even going to eat this guy's uh, brain. Uh, yeah, I'll pass. I will pass. Yeah. Uh, oh, that's that's so, pretty good. Though. That is awesome. Uh, I thought it was interesting. Laura, what do you got? I have something that's that's uh, earth shattering, but uh, <laughs> but you're going to have to wait on it. You're going to wait on it. I've, the headline is the closest black holes discovered by astronomers will collide after 100,000 years. No! Yeah. Oh, man. Hide your kids. Hide your wife. <laughs> World, world's longest. No. <laughs> so apparently it's it's two black holes in the Virgo constellation uh, that are in the process of merging. And if that doesn't lift your skirt, then the impact that the astronomers predict will happen when, when they merge, I, I don't know. Stuff that big, there's not like you know a a, a time of day where it's like boom, they're in. yeah no. Hey, it's, but, look, it's two o'clock. They're together. Those black yeah. holes merged in Virgo. <laughs> they, they just crashed. But when when the impact, I guess, happens, it's predicted that it's going to be so powerful it will be sending a burst of gravitational waves throughout the space time's fabric itself. Yeah, uh, that's some Doctor Who shit right there. That is some yeah. Doctor Who shit. So I, I thought it'd be interesting uh, uh, to bring this up and just kind of talk about what what does that mean for Earth 100,000 years from now? Well, and, and the weirdest thing, too, is like like you were saying, there's no you don't get to say when they've collided. And especially if you're the objects involved, because time is distorting so much by the gravity well that even for them, the impact, the 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 com- the combining of two black holes is is a functionally in functionally infinite thing yeah like how does at least don't they cancel each other out yeah so (laughs) for the for the black holes experiencing it it's it's ongoing forever and ever but yeah and then i don't know like how do you how do you get more singularity how do you get more black holes maybe it maybe it pulses a wave out and it just gets more uh intense as they get closer together to to one singularity maybe (laughs) now so there's another question then so this whole thing just sounds like bong water to me yeah (laughs) When when you combine two black holes, is is the third is the is the resulting black hole larger or smaller? Because right. oh, that's it's got to be bigger though, right? I I think it would be smaller because you you are you are further compacting the massive core. Of yeah, it. but uh, don't they have black holes that they say gobble up uh, parts of the galaxy and grow? Yeah, but those are taking in matter. It's what happens but dark when you matter? Don't- the you, hmm. I, I don't I don't know, <laughs> but the singularity is already that compacted matter that it's already taken in, right? And it's probably got matter that it's still taking in around well, it. The thing is, is the difference between it sucking in, say, planets uh, or a sun and another black hole is the black hole already has a singularity in the middle, and it's right. already gone kind of off the edge of the scale for for mass because the data is lost. Any 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 cogent information that goes into a black hole is lost. Wait, oh. I'm an expert on this because I saw Interstellar. <laughs> oh, sweet. Thank God. <laughs> all right, all right, and all right. So, <laughs> but I know what happens is 
Um, the, right. The, <laughs> the older I get, they all stay the same age. All right. That's right. No, but but Murph. Um, <laughs> but how, I mean, what with the singularity like that? Okay, so you like I don't think we could possibly know what happens unless we know what's on the other side of the black hole. Right. Well, that's a good point. Well, we can conjecture assuming, for sure. <laughs> assuming I, no, there is something on the other side. Yeah. Because there's no because the, the the big argument against that is that there's no white holes in our universe. There's no portal through which just a bunch of garbage is flying right. out into ours. Well, I mean, there is. It's our televisions. Yeah, zing! Oh, take that television, oh, man! Hey, take that yeah. Newton Minow and the vast wasteland speech from 1960. <laughs> wow! They have uh, postulated that data doesn't actually get lost in there; that it just kind of sits on the on the event ho- horizon in in kind of like a film almost. I think. But, but see, at that point, then it would then it would dissipate via it Hawking would, radiation. It would be like all. Yeah, all over the place. Like it would get pulled apart, but it's still there. Because there's the there's the the phenomenon at, at the very edge of uh of the 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 event horizon where that that exact point at which on one side of it you don't get sucked in, on the other side you you you'll never get out. Mm-hmm. Where even particles who briefly disassociate and split, they don't get to come back together again because they're right on that edge, and that's that's what they call Hawking radiation, and that is the radioactivity that 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 you can mark a black hole by it actually ironically a black hole does emit radiation and it was this huge problem that they couldn't figure out how the hell it was happening for a while right right but i i would like i would love to have like the 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 speed up super cam and watch just uh, sunday well, sunday sunday yeah, yeah. Black, black hole versus it's, black hole i want to see him duke it out yeah <laughs> see what happens black to hole my hypermassive black, celestial like bodies by except yeah. funnier <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. I want to. I want to see see them. Well, you it kind of makes two black holes enter. One black hole leaves, <laughs> <laughs> or does it? Or does it? Yeah. It kind of makes me sad that I won't be around a hundred thousand years from now to witness it. You don't know that. Yeah, you don't know that. <laughs> I mean, you what, guys if give me what if? Hope. Yeah. What if? What if in our our lifetimes we all get downloaded into computers? That's right. That's the plan. The Ray Kurzweil plan. I'm in for the singularity. Absolutely. <laughs> all right. Let's do it. I'm in. I'm going to be the only flesh bag walking around being like, you'll never take me, robots. I'm not having anything implanted in me. (laughs) No, not me. And I'll be be like, don't worry, robots. I'll corral that one. (laughs) Leave him to me. He'll sell you out to our new robot overlords. I will will. prove my worth to you, my robot companions, by finding all the (laughs) non-believers. Well, all right. So should we place bets then on on which black hole is going to (laughs) win? Yeah, absolutely. We should. What are the Vegas odds on that? (laughs) Yeah. Well, it really Uh, depends on which part of Virgo it's at. It's it's one of those uh, it's one of those dry erase boards except for instead of odds it's just all equations <laughs> and there's some guy in a lab coat with just a wad of hundreds <laughs> right that's awesome well I was I I'm wondering it because it talks about the gravitational waves that that come out from that I'm wondering if it's going to be close enough to where it does affect our region uh, of space or not or if it dissipates before it gets here or if and if it does. And it actually messes with the space, t- the fabric of space time. What is that? What is yeah, that going to mean? Could for- be interesting. Yeah, and and would would we even notice it if it's this super massive thing? <laughs> it's 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 like imagine grabbing grabbing the edge of the cloth on a table and just very gently pulling it. If you pull everything all at once, nothing seems to really notice. Right. So sure, if it's everything- just going to make Mondays longer. 
it might. Nothing can make it, that happen. Mondays will go backwards. Tuesdays <laughs> will be upside down. <laughs> when, Wednesdays are still two for one down at Billy O'Shannon's. That's right. <laughs> that doesn't change ever. Ever. <laughs> even Thursdays, BYOB. Hey, even with black holes, it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, so anyways, that's. That's what I got. So uh, give it a hundred thousand years, and we'll see. We'll see. We'll do another bullstone and and check up on that one. Absolutely. Yeah, right after the doll. Interesting. Sweet. I'll uh, be dead. <laughs> Not me. I'll be clanking around in my robot britches. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> I have got a glorious story from our friends at National Public Radio. Who? How about the first recorded use of the f bomb? <laughs> um, oh, that's exciting. It, it, yeah, a scholar of medieval history uh, announced that he might have found the earliest recorded evidence of the f- word. Uh, <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> and Flora's going to spew beer. <laughs> <laughs> you bastard. <laughs> um, Not the word f- <laughs> The f- word. <laughs> well, if you're going to say the F word, but you're not afraid to swear, it's just the f- word. That's true. Um, uh, so Dr. Paul Booth at Keele university was looking at, uh, court documents from 1310 because he knows how to party. <laughs> uh, and he noticed the name of a man, uh, going before the court was named Roger Stein. B. B. Venevel. What? <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Stop it's of the New Hampshire. <laughs> it's it's F U C K B Y T H E N A V E L E. B. Venevel. I don't even know. Should I beep this one? Or yeah. Part of a name. Yeah. Oh God. Is um, this offensive or exciting? Right. <laughs> Yes, it's, it's it's both it's both art and pornography. <laughs> yeah, um, uh, artnography. Um, so in the in the and they were saying that in that time, lots of people's last names, which still exist now, uh, were uh, attached to their profession: Baker, Clark, <laughs> Farmer, Mason, Hancock. So the question is literally: How do you become Roger Fippy <laughs> than available? <laughs> <laughs> where where was this at? Ingleland? It was in Ingleland. Oh, that's this Roger, right? <laughs> um, Don't pay him no mind. No, 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 no. Hold on. You we we got into the spelling, but I am looking at the thing and it's uh-huh. Roger by the navel. Look at the spelling it a little is closer. By the navel. So how did he get the name uh, by the navel? I think you know how we got the name. Yeah, you're absolutely. How did I oh. miss that? You're a hundred percent right. Well played, Mike. <laughs> right, Roger Belly Button Lover. Yeah, and and yeah, and so he was saying that Doctor Booth is saying either he was really bad at sex or <laughs> it's or he was really dumb. Those are the two options that they that the uh, official. The two mutually exclusive options. Yeah, yeah. You can't you listen. You're either stupid or you're bad at fucking. But don't nobody have both of those curses. Yeah, <laughs> that's and, how and, you know there's a god. He's got a plan for everybody. <laughs> this guy's dumber than a stump, but he can lay some pipe. <laughs> right in the navel, right where you like it. Yeah, jeez. Oh, that's um, where I and, like it. And unfortunately, our friend Roger uh, ended up getting himself executed. Um, he went before the court a few times, keep, uh, kept getting himself in trouble and he was outlawed, 
which is to say uh murdered uh, uh executed because that's that's how they do that back then oh, did it say what, what he what he did no it doesn't it just says that he was called before the court three times and then boom get out of town and by out of town i mean this mortal realm wow I'm looking uh Okay, I mean, else all, in here. Yeah. All, all the things you can do. I mean, butcher, baker, candlestick maker, name yeah. a f***er. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, yo, Mr. Uh, belly Button Lava. Yeah. No, I mean, yes. if he knew that he'd have a, he, he could have a great career in the, in the, in the 21st century on the internet. Well, well, I think, yeah, there's lots of people who, who don't have the bravery it takes to just have that be your nom de, de plume. <laughs> Your your nom de wang. I don't. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, that's great. Nom no, de- the first word is used in a guy. Uh, f- what an evil. Yeah. <laughs> and 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 I guess I guess that's a, a good point. Is um, it, I don't know if he had kids or extended family. If there is a a, a Mrs. by the navel living I, in. I'm sure. I'm sure he didn't have a kids because I'm not an expert in how it works. <laughs> oh my gosh. He's trying but to I, bypass the middleman. It sounds like. I, yeah. <laughs> Right, it's, uh, it's like apart, apart. it's like head on, apply directly to the forehead. <laughs> so, so this is what the guy thinks is the very first use of the f bomb. Yeah, yeah, he thinks that it was, even though it's it's a name. Well, uh, but it's it's such a a wildly unusual name for the time in the region. Uh-huh. Uh huh. That he thinks it's fake. That well, uh, he thinks that it's deliberate. That that either the court records were entering like. Uh, this is, you know, like if a guy was arrested having sex with chickens at this point, they're like, oh, this is a Rajan chicken. F- that's who this guy is. Write it down. I think I think that's what he's saying is that this is his first recorded instance of someone using the pejorative. I see. F word. So that's sweet. I, every I, I, I knew Roger. I knew Roger's kid. I went to school with him. Billy chicken. F- yeah. <laughs> so so to this man, I raise a toast, a, a, a man who's paved the path of obscenity. And vulgarity for millennia, or at least to, the court court recorder. To, yeah, to to Roger f- by the navel. To Roger. <laughs> cheers, <laughs> cheers to you. Cheers yeah. to you, Roger. Hopefully, next time you can find it <laughs> in the next life, bro. <laughs> uh, all right, uh, uh, I've I've got another one here uh-huh. uh, for us. This one is entitled "Does Everyone Have a Lookalike?" Uh, now, this may be familiar to you if you're familiar with the concept of doppelgangers or the. Th- theory or, or the thought that that maybe you are not alone in the world that you have a uh, like an evil twin out there yeah <laughs> kind of thing or a, a good shadow twin. link or um, a good twin yeah or a good twin yeah. yeah i mean i'm the one with the goatee that's true you are inherently <laughs> evil you're totally evil <laughs> um <laughs> but uh, this one the the article actually takes it a little further into uh, genetics and so an assistant professor of neurobiology and behavior at Cornell University Ever heard uh, of it? named Michael Sheehan said there's only so much genetic diversity to go around and, and said that there's a fairly decent chance uh, of, of people having uh, a doppelganger or lookalike, at, at least a lookalike. Well, you, you can see, I mean, like there's, it's really popular on the internet. They'll have like pictures like, hey, I, I found uh, Venezuelan Morgan Freeman. I found Chinese <laughs> oh, yeah. Morgan Freeman. Yeah. And there's like a whole running. Or just running... Nicolas Cage the ages. Right. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, right. exactly. Yeah, that's that's incredible. Uh, he says there's a, it's a decent chance because there's a limited number of genes that influence facial features, apparently. Oh. Uh, he said to think of it in a way of, of like a deck of cards Pretty much, if if you shuffle that deck of cards so many times, at some point you get the same hand dealt to you twice. 
that's kind of what he's okay and suddenly we all feel so insignificant (laughs) right and and i'm not special anymore whoever got whoever got dealt my hand just lost their game (laughs) well (laughs) what he says is he says that deck of cards is incredibly voluminous so he kind of undercuts himself with that but uh, scientists have no idea how many genes play roles in establishing the shape of human faces or the space between people's eyes it says there's a huge number of genes that contribute to things like facial structure and other, you know, other stuff that's highly variable and, and that goes into someone's looks. Uh, and that was, was said by Dr. Arthur Baudet, a professor of molecular and human genetics at Baylor College. What, what, if, what if all those people that look similar to you, those are like the tiny robots and the, the man-sized robot that, you know, like they're, they're tiny aliens in size, like the full-sized robot to like, they're like, well too difficult to like just make up what a human looks like so we just picked a guy at random like now a mecha among yeah them. yeah like the, like the test elector from doctor who yeah 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 yes yes exactly or uh, or, or they or they just <laughs> have a six, certain everybody look it up <laughs> <laughs> or they just have a certain number of models that they can choose from and, yeah. and they'll just select that off the out, out of the closet well, that's the even closet. more like that's even more like battlestar galactica right because there was only so many well, mo- like you could oh pick yeah the, i'd have picked the boomer model Mm-mm. yeah <laughs> jobs uh sheehan says evolution uh seemed to have to favor a large degree of distinctiveness but it seems like um the way it's going we're we're starting to see more and more uh similarities in in people's faces and in how people look these days which well, how, how many people are there there's, there there's, are there's seven billion people on this planet. there are seven billion and he says there there was uh just one billion at the beginning of tw- of the 20th century and now just starting basically into the 21st century there's seven billion so the it's so hard for me to find a girl that looks like tawny katane <laughs> yeah <laughs> well i mean at least at least they're saying that there's there could be somebody who looks like you but it's not necessarily i mean there's all the other things that go into the person right Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it, it wouldn't. Yeah, because if it's just the face, then that means like the hair, the body, the <laughs> personality. A, like, right? He's not saying a, you both like like blueberry cheesecake or something like that. Right? No, there there was used to be, and I think he was Slovakian. There was a guy who used to hang out at Second City here in Chicago exclusively because he looked very, very much like Mike Myers. <laughs> and people would be like, oh, oh, and like trying to steal pictures from a distance and stuff. And if you walked up to him and said, oh, hi, Mr. Man. Myers, he'd be like, Breviate, why you make talk to me? <laughs> and like, he'd be like, oh, Jesus. That's great. But he used to loiter. Did you ever see that guy? Guy who looked like Mike so. Myers? I, I saw him all the time. And he would, and finally someone was like, this son of a bitch. He just loiters here because he looks like <laughs> Mike Myers. He's like, like A-level bait, you know, for like everyone who just shows up and just imagines that oh, all the stars of SNL are just loitering around that building drinking coffee right. all How day. How exciting it is that Wayne is over there in the corner. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, have you guys ever heard of or seen doppelgangers of yourselves? I had someone sent a, a still from Dawn of the Dead, the original <laughs> one. Oh my goodness. It was a weird still, but it really looked like me. See, and I haven't... I haven't gone back and watched the movie, but someone did send that in and I was like, Jesus, that was weird. <laughs> and I find that that really creepy because, you know, because a lot of times people will say, oh, I saw someone who looks exactly like you. And it's when someone else sees it as one thing. But when you see it and you're like, oh, is that me? It's like, yeah, really <laughs> creepy. I had that happen one time. Our other bandmate, um, he saw he was shopping and he saw this photo frame and the person in the picture, like in the little example picture looked exactly like me. And he called oh, yeah. me oh, wow. and he's like, did you ever like 
model for a frame company i'm like what he's like because there's a frame with your picture in it and you know and i'm like what are you talking about so that's when you get like visibly upset and say i don't talk about those years anymore i turn my (laughs) back on the frame model industry i just did it for the money ben i just did it for the money (laughs) no it's great i used to it's used to believe in the frames i thought that's what it was about (laughs) he's like you're wearing your favorite hoodie and everything and i'm like what are you talking and then i looked at it and i was like whoa that's me yeah look you know, <laughs> but it's it not totally, me it totally looked like you it freaked no, me out i had that happen when all my friends saw fight club and i thought they were talking about brad pitt but they were talking about meatloaf <laughs> zing <laughs> See, that, I, I get that i know because like, someone's like oh i saw someone that looks just like you i'm like i don't ever want to see the person you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's not gonna end well for me I, no thank right, you you're just gonna look like at least that girl in that picture wendy was cute like uh, if somebody's like hey no. this guy looks exactly like you i'm like oh no. yeah <laughs> yeah i didn't so, i didn't know i looked, horrible i didn't know i looked like a baseball on a toothpick thank you <laughs> i'm so <laughs> glad that that's what you think i look like yeah you've made my life you've made my life worse thanks Rick. friends <laughs> so that's what these guys are, are saying it, it kind of contradicts because over time uh isolation from from big populations leads to these characteristics coming out the the, the fact that people start i guess kind of looking like each other and they they reference uh the han chinese and uh the hindustani in southern asia what about the people of innsmouth and the people of Innsmouth, yeah. <laughs> they all, to look a little fishy. They all have that Innsmouth that look. Innsmouth look. Nothing, yeah. nothing like a little Lovecraft to keep them <laughs> <that> wrong. <laughs> but, uh, which I think is funny, but then then they bring up the, the fact that, that w- once isolated human groups bringing together uh, all, all new genes, including, you know, now there's so much uh, bleed over from continents and, and stuff, people are much more spread out that's why we need that's why we need good solid walls fences (laughs) that we need we need armed drones we need auto firing tracking cannons so that everyone in america looks different (laughs) irony (laughs) that'll do it the big walls will do it but they they're saying we're gonna make the biggest wall it's a great wall it's gonna be the best (laughs) huge they're saying that this doppelganger effect could be both enhanced and diluted what? Well then, <laughs> come on. P five F's and a T. <laughs> what? <laughs> who, who did they? Who did they get for quotes in this article? Like yeah. this uh, Doctor Sheehan and Doctor Boday. Are, sure are you sure it's not Doctor Katy Perry? You're hot and you're cold. You're yes and you're yeah, no. The, That's what the, it sounds like oh. to me. It sounds and like you the saw unit, the picture, didn't you? It sounds right. like they had a talk before they wrote this paper. Like, listen, we need to cover all of our bases, or our funding will get yanked. So, <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> you you say uh, you say that it all go this way, and I'll say it all goes this way. And but we're both doctors, so we cover it all. It all average out. <laughs> Ding dong dong. <laughs> we're scientists. And if, and if Katy Perry's playing doctor, please God, let me have that health insurance. <laughs> <laughs> does my Obamacare cover that? What whatever well, it does, I'll pay. That's 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 his, that's the secret weapon for the next election. Katy Perry Healthcare. Katy Perry Healthcare. Yeah. So so that's uh that's yeah. that's doppelgangers. Interesting. Uh, with genes. Oh, Wendy, I think I think you've got uh, a a killing blow yeah. for this oh, fine fine episode. Who oh, God, tall. the pressure's on now. Him. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> World chess president claims he was abducted by space aliens and they invented chess. 
They came in a flying saucer, picked me up, and I spent whole day in outer space. Oh, my accent is horrible. I'm so Listen sorry. That's glorious. That uh, was too awesome. Yeah, I like that one. Black Widow over there. Yeah, that was a great yeah, one. I was thinking more like Arnold from Red Heat. <laughs> and I was like, what that was. I won't try to do that again, because there's a whole bunch more quotes from him in here, but... um. And unfortunately, so his name is is like unpronounceable. Did he did he get abducted because he is the president of the Chess Federation? <laughs> is this was like a, a last starfighter? Oh. Like we we need you to pilot our bishop ships against oh, yeah. Xur and, and the Kodan Armada. The, guy from the Music Man shows up. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. So he's uh, currently president of the International Chess Foundation, which he's been since 1995. So that's pretty. Um, oh, and he's held and it since he, 1995 after readily defeating former world chess champion Gary Kasparov. Um, oh, no. Oh, do you get to be the president by like blood sporting chess? I, that's, that's what great. I was, yeah. Isn't that oh, cool? Last man standing. Oh, my right. gosh. And then and Kasparov reaches into his belt and crushes up a tablet and throws it in his eyes. <laughs> <laughs> but but he trained. He was trained to memorize the board. <laughs> well, Ka- Kasparov's the guy that played Big Blue, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. deep, deep blue. <laughs> I'm sorry, Big Blue was a was a movie with uh one of um oh they're that whole acting family the guy from Scream oh uh, Arquettes yeah the Arquette family yeah the, yeah anyway don't this is an ocean movie from like 1989 <laughs> I'm having flashbacks to sixth grade <laughs> Gary Kasparov in an IBM supercomputer called Deep Blue yeah so nice. Kasparov won the first one. And Deep Blue on the second one, and oh, then stalemate. and then, and then uh, the aliens took him. Kirshen Aluzhmanov yeah. won them all. Uh, he yeah, defeated, he's the guy. He defeated oh, Gary Kasparov, him. and he cut his head off after it was done. <laughs> Screamed, his strength the, be in me. <laughs> there can right, be only one. There can be only one. Well, thank God, because otherwise Deep Blue would have been the president of the uh, the Chess Foundation. <laughs> That's right. And if, then they'd take the robot up into space, and you know nothing makes an alien crankier than an unprobable victim. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, so what I like is that That's he That's what says, happened to me when I put the cork in there. Zing. <sighs> by a navel <laughs> yeah. <No>. yeah okay so so what happens next in this 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 well, grand story what i like Pretty about it is, is the fact that he he says my theory no i'm not even gonna try okay do it do it do it the accent is good the accent is good you you have to do you need it, to listen comrade. to our podcast more so you'll feel good about doing whatever accent you this feel is like. horrible okay you have to do that my comrade, theory Wendy. is that just come from space because it's the same rules 64 squares, black and white, and the same rules in Japan, in China, in Qatar, in Mongolia, in Africa. What? The rules, they're the same. Why? I think maybe it is from space. (laughs) I don't know what that even morphed into or something. No, I think that was pretty good. You sounded like Natasha. Like, I feel like Boris (laughs) Badnall should show up and say, Moose and Squirrel event I think I kind of went a little Italian there. But anyway... It happens, it happens to the best. It happens to yeah. the best of us. So because no, the rules so, are the same in all those countries, clearly it is from space. Do you guys know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It could yeah, not so have been I, shared via the Silk so Road So when at he all. got abducted, he said that, that, that he just got uh, sucked up there and they just played chess all day and then he came back? <laughs> um, no, he said that. Okay, so what, it was 19, <laughs> if you ask him what else happened, he just starts to weep uncontrollably. <laughs> it was 1997. E.T.'s wearing yellow spacesuits, spirited him out of his Moscow home and took him to their spaceship. Um, and then, oh no, no, that was Marty McFly, right? Right. Right. Well, you know, things were different in the (laughs) nineties, like yellow spacesuits. He went to a rave. 
So he he was like actually yeah. he um, was abducted by Kraftwerk. <laughs> <laughs> but he's he's actually the former president of the Russian Republic of Kalmykia. I'm sorry for the terrible pronunciation, but so he's well, a legitimate think, um, leader of all. All the Russian, all the Russian listeners can be pissed by your pronunciation. Yeah, sorry. Don't worry. We ran them off right. That was our first order of business. <laughs> with, the, with every episode's yeah. uh, mantra of USA, yeah. USA. <laughs> well, Kalmykia is the only Buddhist region in Europe. Oh, interesting. Okay. Well, what Get I on. thought was was interesting about this Yo. article is that they said that um, one reason why many people in Russia and America may appear to have cut him some slack about his claims is because they believe they've shared a similar experience so they too were invited by aliens to go play chess in outer space um no i'm just kidding Um, americans were that is absolutely that that is absolutely a movie from the 80s a bunch of bubbly teenagers on their way to international chess camp get abducted they have to play for the fate of the planet Space and chess. They, and they learned to trust the Russians who were also abducted. And no, see, chess hadn't been invented yet because the aliens hadn't taught it to them, right? Well, no, this is a, this is in well, the no, 80s, though. Al- the, yeah. yeah. That's right. No way. Okay, so oh, I, I misunderstood. Just like Rocky said, if I can change and you can change, maybe we all can change. <laughs> yeah. And that's how he turned the Russians against Ivan Drago, and he uh, ended the Cold War. Oh my god! I, I am absolutely going to write this movie in the in the big culmination <laughs> where where the teams have to finally like put their strategies together, the Eastern style and the Western style. It's the only way to defeat the the alien robot computer, and they win, and then they save the Earth, and then they all get probed. Oh, <laughs> oh man, the brutal ending! Yeah, but there's, I mean, there's got to be like a ha- comic relief, like little robot on tread, oh, yeah. treads, like yep. rolling around but and getting it. You guys it has to end realistically with the probe, so it yeah. is. It, it, it is. It makes fart sounds. Cinema verite. <laughs> it is really funny, but you know, when you think just seriously here for a second, like this is a politician. Oh, yeah. You know, he's got he's got skin in the game. He's he was the president or whatever the of, leader. Kalmyk is. Um, yeah. So and he's actually you know. I mean, he's straight up coming out and saying, I was abducted by aliens and here's my story. So it's when you consider the fact that if somebody were to do that here, I mean, they'd just be true laughed out of every potential, you know, right? Yeah. No, no. And except for Dennis Kucinich. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, no, (laughs) Dennis Kucinich had aliens. Some, some office for even after, even after all that. And there's a, there's, you'll, you'll get like congressmen. It'll be like, oh, I saw Jesse Ventura. Yeah, Jesse Ventura. You'll get that. That's true. Jimmy Carter saw a UFO. But it's not the same as saying I was abducted and (laughs) this is why I think what they were doing it. That is, but I also think like there is a different, strangely enough, glory of irony here that like, (laughs) Russia, from what I've seen from their numerous dash cam videos, oh, no. <laughs> is more wild west than the West was yeah. ever wild. Oh my like goodness. You can yeah. you can like drive down the street and see a bear fixing a car. <laughs> you can do any anything can happen in Russia. And, he, and, and they have dash cams. Making, I think that's why they have dash money. cams. Because even they're like, Jesus, this is all crazy. I won't believe this. I'll think that I was having a fever dream if I can't watch this again when I get home. Yeah. I might try and sue myself. So that's why they have the dash cam. I was wondering why they all have those. Yeah. It's because <laughs> it's proved that they are not going insane. <laughs> that they actually, all those things are happening. There's not, a, there's literally like war boys leaning out the windows of like little tiny economic eastern block cars hitting other cars with sledgehammers and stuff <laughs> that's why russia is the best that's why you have vladimir putin like on horseback like shirtless it's well, true it's 
Because that is a country that could arm everyone and just take over the planet. Yeah. Like, you couldn't do that in the U.S. Most people couldn't even march to the end of their block without leaning over dead. But Russians, they are used to doing weird (laughs) shit with very bad technology. (laughs) And and Russians Russians will also burn the place to the ground, too. Yeah, they don't care. They did it to Napoleon. They did it to the Germans. They're like, you know what? You want this city so bad? Yeah, it'd be a shame if someone burned it all. (laughs) Yep, and left you to die in the winter. Yeah, isn't that your house? Not anymore. (laughs) Well, it's not their house. (laughs) Not anymore, comrade. What is important is not your house. (laughs) (laughs) So after after he, you know, after this guy freely spoke of his his alien encounter, um, another guy in, in the Russian parliament voiced several concerns. About you know, wondering if he's fit to govern. But what I, I like about I hope he did it with like fingers steepled. Uh, so I, I mean I don't guys Um I'm not sure how to say this, but uh, Duh. about that. <laughs> but I like that Ixne on the Razy Kid. It says that he wanted to know if Ilyum Genov was fit to govern, but he was also concerned that if he was abducted, he might have revealed details about his job and state secrets. So <laughs> assuming <laughs> okay, the whole thing the was priorities. not just a bad joke, it was a h- historic event and should have been reported to the Kremlin. So he's like, I'm not really sure if he's fit to govern because he's making up these stories. But if the stories are real, he might have given away our secrets to the aliens. So is, either way, is get brilliant. this guy out of here. Is brilliant. <laughs> Is either crazy or traitor to Mother Russia. <laughs> da, da. Either, either <laughs> way, we make him fix car with bear. <laughs> Problem solves itself. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. Russians is great. Oh, yes. It's great. The best part is uh, that they have more nuclear weapons than we do. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the good news is with that is that you like anyone only ever needs like five. You know, but That's after true. five, after you're just gilding the lily. It's point five. of diminishing returns. It's, yeah, yeah. <laughs> how, how deep do you want the Earth's crust to be radioactive? That's the only question you're answering from that Gosh. point forward. Fair uh, enough. <laughs> yeah. Oh, <laughs> that is glorious. I love that story. Yeah, that's that's pretty great. I hope well, it's I true. think. I think that that's gonna that's gonna do it for this really really fun episode of Bullstone. That's right. That's right. That was really fun. Uh, hey, that, yeah. hey guys, I just wanted yeah. to mention, if, and just in case you or any of your listeners were interested, um, the day that and we met they you are. guys. Oh, good. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> thanks. Um, the day that we met you guys at the the Milwaukee Paranormal Convention, um, mm-hmm. and when we interviewed you and stuff, that was in our episode number forty three. So gotcha. if they if they care to hear our first interaction together. Oh, that's adorable. It's our first date. I know. <laughs> it is our first date. And it's, it's also a chance if you guys want to hear the blurry photos dudes uh paranormal stories, that's mm-hmm. when yeah. you revealed to us your that's when you spread your paranormal legs. That's true. For us. We, that's we true. shared we a couple stories. Wow, and was that out loud? Yeah, that well, was... you know what? We've been doing it for a while. Ain't, oh yeah. <laughs> ain't nothing they have never seen before. This metaphor <laughs> is creepy. Kill. That's right. Do you guys want to um, plug yourselves uh, yeah, for, yeah, for everybody? Yeah. Tell everybody where to go and what to do. Absolutely. If you guys like to hear about uh, weird stuff every single week and uh, combine it with some pop culture and also a little bit of music, you can find that at othersidepodcast.com and you can get a free download of some Sunspot songs that you can listen, sing along to, give to your mom and stuff like that at sunspotuniverse.com. Cool. Glorious. Now, I, I've, I've got a great... Uh, see you on the other side question 
Ooh. Yes. <laughs> Mike, it, do you, uh, e- each episode has a, uh, an, a sort of a, a prologue and intro sort of like the, the captain Kirk's, uh, welcome yeah. to the, <laughs> yeah. Now is that, <laughs> yeah. is that you or did you, did you actually like hold the movie guys, uh, the movie voiceover guys, family hostage, get them to do this and then calmly release the family. And <laughs> we, we hired somebody. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. That was, I, cause I, cause yeah. we were, Flora and I were talking, I was like, I don't know. It could, it could be Mike, you know, he, Mike he does some voices. Could, yeah, he could, could, be voices. Could, yeah. could be Wendy. She, could, she's got the range. Be, yeah. In, yeah, in, in, in all fairness, at no point did we think it was Wendy. We never considered <laughs> the fact. Thank you. Because once, um, once in a while, I'll get one of those those telemarketing calls or whatever, and they, I'll be speaking to them, and they'll refer to me as sir. I'm like, no, I'm a ma'am. Thank you. I'm like, I know my voice is a little deep, but really. And then I wasn't, I wasn't happy when we started this phone call and you have gained no ground, sir. No ground. <laughs> like, if I you're trying to day. sell me something, this approach day. is not working. <laughs> awesome. Man. No, we hired that out. Our friend Ryan Shrimp did it for us. He's a voiceover artist in Madison. So we, yeah, he is. Cool. Yes. And, uh, and we're going to have a little sample of uh, your guys, uh, one, of, one of your songs, actually. Uh, after after we wrap up and yep. and do our outro and stuff, uh, cool. Thank you stick guys. Stick around and and listen to to a little a little little sunspot snippet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. And if, and if you got if you, if they like the music, make sure they visit sunspotuniverse.com. Uh, if they don't like the music, it's one direction.com is what yeah. they're <laughs> That's right. Because that's those are the choices. <laughs> please, yeah. please direct two all kinds hate of music mail. in this world. Yeah. Sunspot and one direction. Yeah, you're gonna go to bed tonight either being a sunspot fan or a one direction fan. Choose <laughs> oh, no. and know that, that 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 choice will affect you for the rest of your life. Gravitational <laughs> waves for one hundred thousand years. <laughs> <laughs> and you guys got a Facebook page. You're on Twitter and everything too, yeah. Absolutely, you can find us at at, at Other Side Talk at Sunspot Mike for me and at Sunspot Wendy for me. Easy Glorious, <laughs> love it. Awesome. Love to hear from people. And you guys, thanks for having us here today because this was really, really fun. So we got to oh, yeah. get Thank you on you. our show next absolutely yeah. get yes. us on there yeah we we had a ton of fun and, and thank you guys for for taking the time yeah this to, has been a blast in. i really enjoyed this uh likewise uh you you guys you guys gonna be back at the uh the old paracon if they have it next year oh yeah absolutely for sure i think they're definitely gonna have it because i remember they were they they instantly were like wow we we this has to be bigger next time yeah well we'll see yeah. we'll, we'll be at uh chicago dark shores next uh friday and saturday and a tease there from the milwaukee Para- uh, paranormal conference so i'm gonna bug him about it so make sure oh. that they're doing it again awesome sweet cool um what 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 is the date on that weekend because this may come out right oh, right before it happens oh october 2nd 3rd and 4th okay and as usual you can find all of blurry photos stuff at uh, blurryphotos.org including yep. facebook page where you can go and like us you can go to Follow us on Twitter, blurry underscore photos. You can go leave a, a five star review yeah. on iTunes for Remember us. Remember earlier when we were making fun of that? Yeah, do but it. We still want it. Do it. <laughs> <laughs> Hop over to, to see you on the other side and leave one for them too. Yeah. Just, oh. just do us first, five, though. Five us stars. First. No, everybody. you can do it to them first. I'll take your sloppy five star <laughs> seconds. <laughs> those, those stars still shine. <laughs> <laughs> they do. That they do, lad. That they do. We'd also like to give a big shout out and thank you uh, to our friends over at Expanded Perspectives Podcast. Yeah, Kyle and Cam, they do a great job. Uh, I've been, I've, I've picked up listening. They're one of the podcasts that I listen to on the reg. 
on the reg. Yes. And and uh Flora has gotten me hooked on it. I gotta say, these guys are a ton of fun. Yeah. Um, they cover a lot of very similar things, a lot of paranormal stuff, and they are just right on the head of that really that that perfect balance between uh skeptical analysis mm-hmm. and and open mindedness. Like, right. you know, they they want to they want to hear everything, they want to look at everything, and then they'll be like, nope, that seems a little horseshitty to me, or gosh, you know, I, I think there really is something to that. And yeah. They're great. And they're a and lot they're of great fun. guys. And I, I just threw out a, an email asking them about some equipment stuff, and they responded right away. We're very forthwith with their information and yeah. couldn't ask for a, co- a better couple of gentlemen. And uh, to that end, we're going to be talking to them soon. Yeah. Well, yeah, you get to hear them on this podcast. And I'll, I'll tell you what else I really enjoy. If you please take the time to listen to an episode, pick an episode. They're mm-hmm. all great. There's a really fun undercurrent of obscure 80s movie references <laughs> that these guys make that I am in love with. It's it's great. Yeah. And it, and they're not like not like winking either. They're like, "Oh yeah, did you see Blue Thunder? It's a great movie." Oh yeah, it's like the part. <laughs> yeah, Blue Thunder was a great part, movie. Part in Blue no, Thunder. I forgot about it. So <laughs> I I love it for that alone. Yeah, check out Expanded Perspectives podcast. Yeah, please do. I I think that that's going to that's going to do it. I'm Dave Stecco. I have been David Flora. And now we're done. And now we're done. <laughs> Next week on Bullstone, a new wave of Americans embracing religious freedom as a means of getting out of those shitty things they don't like to do at work. Miller Brewing offers farmer $10,000 to buy North America's largest pumpkin for a seasonal special, Pumpkin Spice Light. Ghost Soundman at Viper Room in L.A. expresses genre distaste by routinely cutting the banjo channel during concerts. Rockabye Baby in the Tree Shop? The newest craze of tree and baby nurseries and how you can avoid them later. All these hard-hitting stories and more next time on Bullstone. Where we were never alone Before there were nations Before there were thrones A prehistoric party Where we all had a home So if you want to go back you gotta sacrifice yourself upon the Mother of
way back Somewhere in Salisbury Plain It's just a kind of magic And we'll get there someday source we go back to the source back to the source we go back to the source and the mother of time is calling us home leave our life behind and come to the stone 